Hey peeps, welcome, welcome back to another episode from the Mind Your Hands Uluwa's Essence podcast. My name is BC Oyenuga, your ever faithful, faithful hostess. Woo-woo! So I don't know why I'm super excited, but anyways. Um, and for those who are relatively new to my podcast, Olua means God in my language, Yoruba, which is out of Nigeria. So think God's essence while you're minding your hands. Okay, well, thank you again for joining me. Please pull up, pull up, pull up. Okay, it's about to get super juicy because this is a continuation from last topic. Talk less, pray more. This is the part two. So, uh, the Holy Spirit was like, yeah, BC, I need you to go ruffle more feathers. And, um, he don't have to tell me twice. I love ruffling feathers, y'all. <laughs> I love ruffling feathers. Anywho, so, talk less, pray more, part two. Hmm. So, for me, one of the things that tickle me silly, right? That tickle me silly, literally leaves me in stitches, when folks are doing Facebook lives and uh, we have so many ministers that it's so hard to keep up and only God knows who those who belong to him. Right. But anyways, for the ones that I've come across, I purposely go on Facebook. I'm not even active on Facebook like that, but I purposely like go on Facebook to just listen to people who uh, maybe supposedly doing like a prayer thing. And it, it amazed me or never ceases to amaze me. When people are giving shout out during prayers. Perfect example. I know you're thinking it, so don't worry. Before you ask me the question, I am so, so generous in that I will give you the perfect example of what I'm talking about. Yes, you can thank me later. Okay, all right. Stop it, BC. Anyways, um, perfect example. Someone's praying, you know, the hosting a Facebook Live, right? Wow, Dr. Chipotle, it's good to see you. Thank you for joining. Oh, Elder Closet, good to see you. Welcome, welcome. Please call your 10 sisters to come join. Yes, brother, yes, brother. Who, who's that? I can't see who that is. Oh, oh, welcome, welcome. Oh, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Wow, Bishop, Apostle. Oh, Apostle, I've not seen you in a long time. Good to see you. Welcome. We need to catch up after this. Yes, God, God is good. Yes, amen. People of God, people of God, invite more people. This is a part, this, this, you cannot miss this. You, I promise you, you don't want to miss this. You want your entire generation to be a part of this prayer call. So please share, please like, please love. Masokondere, ba, 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 ba. Hmm. And I fade off. Amen. <laughs> I don't even know if it's appropriate to say amen to that. So now, just disclosure 101. This episode or this topic is going to be more comical than the first one. So just get ready. Have Just make sure you have your laughing strap belts on, laughing seat belts on. And yeah, I'm about to ruffle some feathers, like I said. Okay, so <laughs> let's unpack. How can you be praying? And acknowledging people at the same time. And the one that never ceases to amaze me, right, is when people are driving. <laughs> when you're driving, so you have the road safety rules that you have to keep in mind. And then you have to periodically glance on the many people who are commenting that you feel the need to respond to. Then 
you're praying. Uh, I, I, I totally get it. Multitasking. But Jesus never multitasked. Let's not get it twisted. He took his time. He never multitasked. Yes, you know, when you work for an employer, you know, they ask that you're given responsibilities. You're expected to multitask. And there's nothing wrong with juggling several, you know, responsibilities at one time. But it were imitators of Christ. Christ never multitasked. He paced himself. He took time. And today's example, I am going to call from John 11. You know, I shared many episodes back that the Gospel of John happens to be one of my favorite books in the Bible, and that has not changed. So, John 11, when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. Woo-wee! Okay, so, man, 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 where am I going to start from? So, Jesus, um, you know, we read how... The sisters reached out to Jesus and they're like, hey, Lazarus, the one whom you love, is on the verge of death. He's very sick. That Jesus deliberately chose their time to go elsewhere, <laughs> to go to a different province. And he's telling his disciples, oh, yeah, you know, our friend Lazarus is sleeping. They didn't understand. They were like, oh, yeah, surely, you know, you just need to nudge him several times. He'll wake up. Not knowing that he is, you know, saying that for their benefit so that they can witness the power of God. Okay, mind you, Jesus didn't feel the need to call the entire village, the entire people in the region they went to go visit. And the place that he went to performed miracles. He taught more about the kingdom of God. He did not crave attention. He wasn't waiting for XYZ to tag WGY. No, mm-mm. he was focused and dedicated and he always silenced noise. I mean, noise. Part of the multitasking that Jesus didn't take on was every single time he would go into someone's home to perform a miracle, when people were, were, you know, were around making too much noise, he kicked them out. All the cynicists, he kicked them out. People who were cynical, you know, time wasters, mockers, no-gooders, he kicked them out. He might say, oh, this little girl is sleeping, you know. Let's wake her up. They'll be like, no, she's dead. He shut down the noise. Get out. And perform the miracle that he needed to perform. And every single time, he will caution the people, don't say a word. Don't say nothing. Oh, but no, nowadays, oh, the saints of God, we got to tell the entire world what we're doing. People of God, no. So let me piggyback to John 11, okay? I don't want to get distracted. So anyways... John, uh, Jesus leaves the province he, he was in. He, John is back to um, Lazarus's town. So by this time, it's been three or four days after Lazarus passed, right? So as he gets there, the sisters are crying, wailing, like, you know, if Master, if you only yet come, you know, though we believe you have the powers to still raise on the last day, blah, blah, blah. And Jesus, he was just, he still quiet at that noise. He said, today you'll see God's glory, right? He gets to Lazarus' tomb. And he commands the stone that's covering the entrance to be rolled away. And one of the sisters is like, no, master, by this time there's a stench because he's been, you know, in there incubated for three to four days. And he's still, he, you know, he's like, no, roll it away. Nonetheless, y'all will see God's glory today. So people are around making noise that I died. Jesus didn't feel the need to, you know, uh, show off. So... When I say show off, he just said, Lazarus, come forth. 
this was after he looked up, he was dismayed at the level of disbelief around him, right? So he looks up to the father. First he wept. That's the shortest verse in the Bible. He wept. Then he looks up. He's like, Father, I thank you. He thanks the father. He didn't go to XYZ. He didn't go to Bishop, a Bishop, a Apostle, Doctor, Lawyer, Elder, Reverend, Deacon, Deaconess. Mm-mm. He looked up to the father. He raised up his eyes to the father. He said, Father, I thank you because you always hear me. Do we have that kind of confidence in the in the place of prayer nowadays? Do we? I'm asking myself that question as well. Do we have that kind of confidence? Okay, back to my story. Looks up, thanks God, goes back to his mission. Now, all he said was, Lazarus, come forth. Let the grave, you know, release him. Take off the grave clothes. That's it. Now, what we have, people will say, Lazarus, look around and yo, sis, did you see that? I just called Lazarus. Come, bro, bishop, good to see you. I'm just performing this miracle. I'm trying to raise Lazarus from the dead. And then fourth, retweet. Did y'all see that? Lazarus, come forth. Retweet. Somebody better tweet that. What? What is all that? No. The Bible says that whatever your right hand does, don't let your left hand do it. And in case I got it wrong, Whatever your left hand does, don't let your right hand know. No, don't. We don't need to announce. And when you're praying, you need to have undivided attention on your prayer, people. I, t- I used the story of Elisha in the last episode, right? How he, simple words, simple prayers. Look at, <laughs> look at when Elijah destroyed all the fake prophets. He mocked them. They were chanting from morning till evening. They were tired. <laughs> He's like, scream louder. Maybe your God is sleeping. Oh, shut. Jump up someone. He was making fun of them. And people, people are making fun of us right now. <laughs> we have become a laughing stock. We don't have any power. Just a select few. I know a handful of elect set aside by God who do Facebook lives, you know? I, I, I deliberately pluralize the word life or lives. They do IGTV, Zoom live, and they don't feel the need to acknowledge. They're not disrespecting your presence, but our gathering is not unto ourselves. It's always unto God. So they recognize the power, resident, in their midst, Psalm 22, you inhabit the praises of your people, the gathering of your people. It is God who does the inhabitation, not us. We need to stop this need to, you know, toot our horn when we're doing stuff or when we've done something. No, when you're praying on Facebook Live, on IGTV, on Zoom, on the prayer call, that's not when to be having sidebar conversation. That's not when to be um, acknowledging the bishops and the reverends and the apostles and all those people that are not really relevant. They don't have the power to do nothing. It is God who gives us the power. Let's, let's do better, people. Let's talk less and pray more. Let's talk less and pray more. Proverbs 10, 19. In the multitude of words, sin is not lacking. 
in the multitude of words, sin is not lacking. But he who restrains his lips is wise. Proverbs 10, 19. If you restrain your lips, you're wise. Restrain your lips. Up until you get into your prayer closet. And then you break that dam open. Like Jude 21 tells us to build yourself up in the most holy faith. Just the vibration from your voice alone should have demons, right? Those little squirmy stuff should have them fleeing in all directions, in all manner of directions. Should have them turning all shades of terrified. I have the life of God in me. We need that. And we don't have that. We talk for 10 hours and we pray for 10 minutes. That's a shame. So, that's what I wanted to come. You know, y'all see that I got all serious all of a sudden. Because it really breaks my heart. That we have made mockery of spiritual things. We've come up, come, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Is it common allies? Spiritual things. Anything goes now for the sake of having followers, for the sake of attracting more people. Let's be better. Amen. Let's be better. And just like I left off on last episode with Zechariah 1210, I pray that the Father will release the spirit of grace, the spirit of supplication, and the spirit of prayer upon each and every one of us in this day and age. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So, I hope y'all were blessed. I hope you gleaned a, a thing or two. I hope you've been encouraged to build yourself up in your most holy faith in that secret place so that you can go out into your world and walk in demonstration and power. The kingdom of God is not in talking. It's not in eating. It is in power. It is in power that is filled with demonstration. If we believe these things, miracles, signs, and wonders shall follow us. And on that note, I am going to leave you with stay prayerful, right? Stay encouraged, stay clean, stay hydrated, stay focused, stay grounded, stay in your lane, but above all, stay richly, richly blessed. I love each and every one of y'all with the love of God. Believe that. And until next time, deuces.